Welcome to Frontside. Hey, you, I am so glad you guys are here today. Just to kind of give you a heads up, I actually have counted to 14 today, so I'm up above 12, <laughs> just to let you guys know that. And always is in the room is the illustrious, uh, my best friend, my adopted father. Um, that would be Rodney Pythagorean Kilborn. <laughs> We are so glad you're here, and and I know you got right. What do you, I, I know what Pythagorean is. I may not know what a wheelbarrow is, but I know what Pythagorean is. It's right next to Rambo's house. It's right next. To, oh my gosh! And across from me today is, of course, the technician. We have Jacob Miller. Hey, hey. Okay, so who who's just announced that he's having another child? So what an exciting moment for for his family. And always, always in the room. If you guys didn't know this right now, this is me, Pastor Ron. But always. <laughs> In the room, we have we have Jordan Largaspada. Jordan, it is so good to have you here this morning. Thank you. We are so blessed that you're in the room. I, you know, you know, you know feel- why? Because you're you're seldom ever you're seldom ever like grouchy. You always have like sometimes I look at you, Jordan. I'm like, this guy's always happy and positive. He's never never he doesn't complain. He's never grouch. What do you have to say about that, Jordan? What? That was awesome. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Hold on. Yeah. This is what you would say in this situation. Rodney? <laughs> Rodney, I don't know what to say to that. I need some... <laughs> give me some sugar. I need some help. Wait. What? I would actually say give Rodney, me some sugar? Rodney, give me some love, man. I don't know what to say, man. Look. <laughs> No matter how Jordan tries to play someone else, he still comes out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, Rodney, give me some sugar. Help me out. Yeah. I love just, that. Just a favorite quip of Pastor Ron's. Yes. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Give me some sugar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt beside. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> what? Oh, man. You uh, know what, guys? And to, what? Get, to get really serious with you, oh, here's here we what go. we are going to be talking about. We're talking about uh, grouchy. You know, around the holidays, we yes. all really get... We all, it's, 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 it's pretty normal. We all start getting grouchy. Uh, I mean, I see it. I know my wife gets grouchy all the time. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. 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 I don't think I can say that because I don't have a wife. <laughs> I was going to say. I, you're going to get heat from Raina and Riley. <laughs> yeah. I, I was about to say that's, do, do we have like a separate chat room in front sight <laughs> where it's like. How to be dating a girl and have a wife, kind of like I don't like. What episode is that? Oh my god! I was trying to be you. Oh, oh okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Thank you. Thank Anyways, you. if you guys didn't notice, that was our that was us trying to like be each other. Yes, yes. I feel like we, I feel like we did pretty good. We did pretty good. Yes, we did. So yeah, Jordan, obviously you set us up. Here we are. Um, I'm grouchy. Uh, let's talk about that. Now, here was our prayer. My prayer as, as we began this. Um, that when you read the title, you wouldn't think of somebody else. You wouldn't say, oh, yeah, this is for them. Like, I, Rodney, I'm still oh, in yeah, your thunder. Yeah, what did, yeah, what that, did you that, say when we were talking before? <laughs> yeah, the, somebody's either going to read this and go, yeah, yeah, no, I totally get this. Or they're going to be like, 
Oh, yeah. That, that, I, I've got somebody special to send this to. Like, share, subscribe. Boom. It, exactly. Not me. I know I'm who not. wouldn't get this, but I'm going to send it anyways. Yes. <laughs> right? Exactly. Now, to be fair, okay, so there is an element of grouchiness in all of us. Yeah. Mm. Because it's an emotion that we deal with, either a slight negativity, a little bit of complaining, um, difficulties at work, you know, whatever it is. Like, there's just some unsettledness that's in us um, that causes us to be that. But to be fair as well. Come on, guys, be honest. Hmm. I think, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, right? But I, I tend to think guys are sometimes maybe a little bit more grouchy than females. Yeah. Now, I do know that there are guys that are happily married, and, I mean, they are always just in a good mental spot. They're always, you know, positive about things. They're a realist about things. And to be fair, okay, let's be fair but lovingly honest, maybe the wife— is is a little bit more negative or complaining or grouchy like he just can't seem to you know hit it right with her it, it affects both of us but for dads i do think sometimes we bring a lot home and we don't know how to process it and so that sort of spills over into that so you say well how will i know if i'm a grouch all right i've got some questions for you does this describe you listen up rodney all right <laughs> okay <laughs> Are you a perfectionist? I, I'm going to learn how to parent later on after I listen to this. Did yes. you hear that first one? Probably so. <laughs> Are you a perfectionist? In other words, um, do things have to be done just so? Mm. And if they're not, does that sort of um, set you up? Does it light you off? Does it irritate you? Um, here's another one. Are you critical? Um, is is one of you in, in, in the relationship critical of sort of everything or everyone in your life? Do you look at incidents and events from a negative perspective? Mm. Well, we just did two podcasts, or we just you know set what? up two future podcasts. We actually here. did. Now, I'm going to go ahead and confess to you right now, because part of the title is, I need to confess, I'm grouchy. I never considered myself that. I always considered myself to be fairly positive. Um, an upbeat because uh, on Clifton's Strengths Finder, supposedly I'm a futurist. Like I like the the excitement, the anticipation yeah. of what's coming. So look, so I thought having that mindset meant that I was just automatically positive. Mm. Well, no, about I don't know about a, a year ago, I decided to take a, a a look into my own language when I went home, and I found out that I complain a lot more than I thought I did, mm. Mm. and just little things, and it was just in my language, and I thought. Wow, Ron, if you actually listen to yourself, some of the things you're saying are some of the things you don't like hearing come from other people. Mm. And I found out that Raina, of course, is much more of an optimist than I was. I thought I was the the happy train in the house and bringing the things along. No, it's actually, of course, Raina in so many areas. Now, of course, I'm being harder on myself, but I think I need to be, mm -hmm. you know, harder on myself. Because you're a perfectionist. <laughs> wow. Oh to some extent, yes. Rodney. To, I, I, mean, do, I, mean, to, I mean, to be fair. I'm, that's why I'm harder on myself. Yeah. I mean, to yeah. be totally fair, in some mm -hmm. areas, yes. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, I think, some of the strengths with being a leader is you, you have to have the ability to look at details, but then look from a 100,000 point of yeah. view. Yeah. But yes, in some areas I am, and in some areas uh, I'm not. So I want to be totally honest with you guys. I think we can all find some element of grouchiness in us. Here's mm -hmm. another question. Are you dismissive? Mm. In other words, what, is that, what does that mean? Uh, are, are you quick to say no to everything? Like, do you want to go out to dinner? No, mm. I'd rather stay home. Would you like to go out to the park and do something? No, no, I'm kind of tired. Well, honey, we need to do something. I know, but no. You want to watch Maybe a movie next together? Week. Yeah, maybe yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah. Do you want to watch a movie together? Nah, no. 
Yeah. Don't say what you're thinking, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on you. I actually wasn't thinking anything at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're right. The joke's on me. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. You can't, can't get me with that one. Here's another one. Are you moody? Let me just let that sit for a minute. Yeah. Do you find yourself in a bad mood on a regular basis? Now, I'm I'm just telling you right now, if you don't know that, like there were times that I didn't know that about myself. I thought I was in a decent mood because all that I was having to process during the day, and I thought as soon as I came home, I'm relaxed. But no, there was maybe a little furrowed brow, if you will. Mm. I wasn't necessarily angry and walking around the house and, you know, throwing pots and pans, but I just wasn't matching the environment there. Like my girls are always happy and let's do this and let's do that. And I may not have been unnecessarily in it, but here's the point. We all get in a bad mood at times. Yeah. Let me rephrase. Let me repeat the question. Do you find yourself in a bad mood on a regular basis? Mm. Does your spouse, does your wife regularly seem to be in a bad mood? Maybe. I don't know. Do either of you dwell on, listen, bad things or painful memories? Okay. These are all questions that, yeah, to help decide um, if you are sort of a grouch, so it was kind of funny. Um, we when we lived in San Diego, we would go to um, Disney World Land, Disneyland, yeah, yeah, Disneyland. I always get confused. Disneyland a little bit more than what we do now. One, it was it was a little bit more affordable. The girls are younger, and about this time of year, you know, you go for Christmas and everything, and of course, all the shirts of the Seven Dwarves are out there. Um, and it was funny. We'd all try to pick out which dwarf, you know, oh, somebody yeah, might yeah, have yeah. been. Nobody wanted to be um, grouchy, grouchy or whatever. Grumpy. Yeah. Like, grumpy. Grumpy. Oh, yeah. yeah nobody yeah. wanted to be that guy. Yeah. Uh, now, nobody got picked to be that, but it was almost like, uh-oh, what if somebody <laughs> picks me out and says, this is the best shirt for you, Dad. Grumpy. <laughs> Maybe that's an exercise. Walk your kids into a store with the grumpy shirt there and just say, hey, pick a shirt that reflects me. And I don't know, maybe it's revealing, maybe not, I don't know. But anyway, let's talk about it. So everybody, every every one of us have some level of grumpiness. Why? Well, there are things that don't go our way. Yeah. Um, there are jobs that we've yet to complete. The to-do list is really long. As a perfectionist, maybe things aren't being done the way they should. All the things we just described. Maybe you're hypercritical of yourself, and that really t- spills over into being hypercritical of somebody else. Yeah. All of us have an element of grumpiness, grouchiness in us. There's mm-hmm. always an option to be grouchy. That's a good way like, to say no it. No matter what, there's always going to be something like, uh, since we're in a broken world, there's always going to be something wrong happening. Man, yeah. that's a really good way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. I think that's a good, that's a great way to say it. There's always an option um, to do that. Now, there are a number of factors, okay, guys, that contribute um, to negativity in a marriage. And I just want to go, there's, there's so many, but in the time that we have, I only want to go over um, a few. Uh, here's one. It's called a negativity bias. Mm. Yeah. I listen to Dr. Carolyn Leaf's podcast a lot. So what helped me write the book, Hello You, or trying to finish the book, Hello You, and Rodney's really trying to do the most of that now. But in, in the sermon series, which hopefully is a book, Hello You, I read so much of her material and others. But as from a neurological perspective, she comes with, with such a great faith perspective um, in her material and just quotes scripture. If you want to go listen to her podcast, go follow her on Instagram, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, just like you would uh, see a leaf on a tree, L-E-A-F. That's how her name is spelled. I literally just listened to one the other day that she once again described this negativity bias. Okay, things that fire together, she says, wire together. Mm. Speaking of neurons, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so what we think about the most—that's what the brain says. Oh, this must be what you prefer. Yeah. 
so if you think negative thoughts and you talk negatively, yeah. neurons wire together to keep your brain thinking negatively. Yeah. And that's what the Bible's been saying. Boom. Like it says the outflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Exactly. And that's that's exactly like when you ponder on like, oh man, this didn't really this I I said this thing wrong and then and then this happened and then blah mm. blah 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 blah. This person really said this wrong to me. Yes. Then it's going to outflow as grouchiness. Yes. Absolutely. Now here's why negativity bias is a big issue. Okay. Because negativity bias um sets you up to think the worst of every potential option. Now listen, and yep. be defensive by nature. Mm. Oh. So you can't even come into a happy conversation and sort of join in the happiness. Yeah. The the defense systems already go up and they you're saying like why are you so happy? Why are you smiling? And the defensive people never know that they're defensive. Seldom do they do. But yeah. why? Because it's it's such a habit. I mean, it literally becomes such a habit to be defensive. Why? Because the brain is wired that way, and it's almost it's difficult for you to see that your what has fired together has now wired together. Yeah. I mean, I literally have people tell me like, "I'm not an angry person." Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think negatively, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" Like, listen to your body language right now. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to learn and ask yourself: Do I have a negativity bias? I mean, I think it's something else to consider that almost. Everything you hear, like news and mm. everything going on, I mean, I'd say a majority of that is in the negative tone. Oh, 100. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Hardly, like maybe what, like that, 5%, yeah, 10%? If it bleeds, it is, leads. It's the whole, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So That's what gets people watching. Yeah. It does. Uh, yeah. Amazingly, yeah, uh, the, the brain loves to feed off sort of that, that negative mindset because of our depraved state. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, absolutely, it feeds into fear. Mm. It feeds into, yeah, oh, it gets us addicted to it. Isn't that, that also has a lot to do with why people who struggle with all kinds of different addictions, if you're trying to focus mm. on mm. not doing yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that mm. you're, so you're you're exhausting negative energy on yeah on trying to fight the thing that's on your mind so that now it's most prevalent so it becomes now you're just thinking about it all the time yeah exactly exactly that's that's another that's also like we should do we should do some podcasts on addictions mm, yeah um, that would be good and it starts with a negativity bias because negativity bias isn't just only towards um, being grumpy or grouchy it yeah. sets you up for so many other areas yeah. here's another one. So when, because we, I listed negativity bias first, okay, because negativity bias then um, hinders effective communication. Mm, yeah. So my point of, of grouchiness, if you have communication issues, now we all are learning to communicate better. But I mean, if you legitimately in your marriage have communication issues, um, it's probably because there's a negativity bias. Listen that is already setting you up where you have conversations mm. in your head oh, before yeah. you ever oh, have yeah. the conversation, you're like, well, I know how this is going to go. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Right? Might as well just, uh, it's, it's all over but the crying. Let's exactly. Yeah. And so you know before you ever bring up a subject or or she's going to talk to you about this, you've already had the conversation. You've already, you've already wrapped up the conversation in your yeah. head before the conversation ever started. And with like usually those kind of those uh, those instances where you're like pondering on, oh, this is how they're going to respond. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so bad. Usually, if you just lead in a different way, 
you are going to change the outcome of that conversation. Absolutely. Like nine times out of 10. Absolutely. Most people yeah. aren't just going to be mean all the time. Even right. if, if, like, if you change how you respond, they're going to change how they respond. Yes. Be quiet, so, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Negativity, I mean, negativity bias leads into um, you think you assume what the other person is thinking. Yeah, my dad used to say this to me as when I was young, when he was teaching me sort of how to do construction. He was saying, "I can't read your mind." Yeah, like I, I don't know what you have to tell me. Like right now, what you're struggling with, like why is like I can't read your mind, and no one's a mind reader. Mm. He would say things like this, like I can't see through walls, like I don't know what you're doing, so mm -hmm. you have to open up and share. But because you're on the other side, if you will, of the issue. I mean, you're already going into fantasy land in your head of how things are going to turn out. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. I can remember one of the conversations was I was already fearful of going into a certain tournament or going to school and facing certain friends and that kind of a thing. And, and it sort of expressed itself with me in like a bad attitude as a young teenager. And he was like, you have to tell me what you're thinking. Like, I can't read your mind. And I can't see through walls, like what's happening in your bedroom. Like, so talk, like, let me know. Uh -huh. So I'll know. So, but a negativity bias sets you up for communication issues. Like, don't try to read your spouse's mind and don't assume your spouse is reading your mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody's a mind reader. Yeah. yeah. What happens is you begin criticizing one another, or I hear this a lot. Not and I, When I say things like that, I don't mean here at Waterstone. I mean across the country with pastors specifically. Um, there's a lot of guys that give their wives the silent treatment. Mm. Yeah. There's mm. a lot of wives that give their husbands the silent treatment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they sort of fantasized in our head how a conversation's going to go. The first word that comes out of their mouth, even if the first word is hello, we're like, yeah. like we just verbally vomit on somebody because, and all we heard was hello. Yeah. yeah. But we yeah. were so ready for that conversation that the conversation was done. So what do I do? As soon as that person says hello, I clam up. Mm. You had pre-registered hurt. Yes. Already ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. I've shared this illustration a thousand times. My John Deere illustration so we had a, a gentleman at church, you know, he's like, hey, he's on his own John Deere dealership. He gave us a great deal on a, a nice John Deere. And so where we lived, it, we needed like the snow stuff as well as the leaf stuff. Like this thing was tricked out. Mm. I loved using my John Deere. We had a perfectly sized yard for it. And so that was my thing. I want to come home. That's how I decompress. I want to come home and just sit on my John Deere. Like, I don't care if there's leaves or snow or grass. I just want to sit on it and ride. I already know where this is going. <laughs> right? Man, I turn the corner and I see something green and yellow moving through the yard. I'm like, wait, what's that? And all of a sudden, I'll go down. And like, you guys, you know Raina well enough right now. You can picture this. Hi. She's sitting on the John Deere. She just waves at me. Hey. Oh, my gosh. I don't even make eye contact with her. I go, I'm driving. I drive right into the garage, shut the garage door, go into the house. Aww. She comes in. She's like, hey, I mowed the yard. I did this and that. And so we have some free time. And I'm like, I'm silent. Bro. I'm silent. Yeah. Oh man. And of course, Raina stole my cathartic moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so few of words. That's what I. Oh yes. my gosh. But I did. I gave her the silent treatment. I was in, you know, for a few seconds, minutes. She's like, "What's going on?" She goes, and she knows my love language is acts of service. So she le legitimately says, "I thought that was an expression of love." Yeah. You know, to get this done, so we could go. And I said, "Yes, you're absolutely correct." But I, in my head, had already pictured myself on the John Deere. Uh, when I got home, and that just destroyed this little fantasy that I had played out yeah. that was going to happen. Oh, man. 
I mean, it was a growing moment for us, obviously, obviously yeah. more for me, um, <laughs> you know, um, than her. But do you have communication issues? That's one way to know. Okay, these are causes of grumpiness or grouchiness yeah. is a negativity bias, communication issues where you assume, where you go silent, where where you critique each other. Here's another one. This is so obvious. Stress. Mm-hmm. Excessive stress mm-hmm. makes it difficult to stay positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like right now, you know, where all of us in the country, we're feeling like everything cost-wise is going up. Yeah. I mean, electrical rates are going up. Gas is obviously going up. Car insurance. Car insurance is going up. I mean, you know, we're facing like wars around the world and and some people are getting laid off. I mean, it's it's hard to make a living Mm -hmm. right now for a lot of folks. And so stress contributes to that. Here's another one, personality. Okay, person. So what do I mean by that? You might have adopted a personality. I don't know whether that's been from childhood. Maybe you just saw it. But some people tend uh, to come by, uh, uh, they have a tendency towards um, negativity naturally. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just... A lot of times it's like a defense mechanism too. It is. It's like a, like I'm not going to be... Like, I'm not going to get my hopes up for something because I know that it's going to end poorly or I think it's going to end poorly. So instead of like thinking it's going to go well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be negative about it. Yes. Predict that it's going to happen. Yes. That kind of stuff. Cause I want to be right. Yes. But certain personality types, if you're, if you don't know it, if you don't know your personality type and you don't know the weaknesses of that, um, can lend yourself to thinking more negatively, mm-hmm. like on spiritual gifts. I relate it this way. So um, if you have the gift of um, discernment, any spiritual gift can be used for the negative if not used properly. Yeah. So when you have the gift of discernment, God gives you insight into people and situations. Well, if you're not careful with discernment after you have insight into that situation, you can judge that person mm. instead of love that person. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by like a personality, God might have gifted you to see like perfectionism is, 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 is awesome in some areas. Okay. So you might be able to see detail that others don't see. Yeah. Well, you have to recognize others aren't personality gifted like you to see that. Mm. Well, then now you can look at that person and go, why aren't they as detailed as I am? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So you can turn aspects of your personality toward the negative um, which causes you to be grumpy uh, as well. Here's one more, and then we're going to get into how to prevent it. Mental health conditions. So this is a, this is a real deal. In some cases, I mean, there are some folks that are that are going through depression. There's legitimately some folks that are going through anxiety or things like obsessive compulsive disorder. For whatever reason, you know, they're there. Um, what brought them to experiencing those aspects? I mean, legitimately, if you're going through depression, it's a heavy, heavy cloud that's over you. Yeah. And you feel like you're on an island by yourself. And yeah. maybe some days it's hard to leave the room, you know? Yeah, it's quite easy to develop neuroticism if you're in the negative yes. frame of reference all the time. And by the way, like I learned this early on in, in counseling when Ray and I were doing premarital counseling, and, and you guys know um, statistics like this. They're like, if you're around people that are going through depression, you have an 80% chance of catching depression. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if you're around negative people, yeah. um, what what's the old saying? Birds of a feather? Flock together, yeah. I mean, you know, so it is. If you're around more negative people, that's all you're hearing. So you think negativity is the normal mm. because that's the world that you're in. And so if you're around depressed depressed situations, you might think, well, that's just how I need to operate. Mm. 
We all go through some level of uh, anxiety or restlessness, and but there are some mental health conditions that might need to be um, addressed. All right, so dads, let's get serious about this. Men, let's get serious about this. Can we just honestly admit that some of us are um, grouchy, that we are grumpy? Mm-hmm. And so if you do, if you are giving your wife the silent treatment, if you're giving your spouse, your kids the silent treatment, um, have you legitimately asked, am I going through some, you know, mental health situations because of work and the pressure pressure and stress of life? Um, Maybe is my personality sort of shaped that way? Maybe I grew up in a home that was always negative and I never really thought about it. And I've never been intentional to say, I don't want to be that anymore. Yeah. Um, I think in an upcoming Encourage Radio um, episode, we're going to do a podcast uh, episode on how you've identified unhealthy patterns in your family that you grew up in and how to overcome them. Yeah, so, that's really good. Yeah, be looking out for that one. That, so how do we prevent grouchiness? Maybe yeah. you also have uh, a very negative or there, there's a trauma or, or hurt Ooh. in the past that was inflicted on your by your spouse or pers- you know purportedly yes. uh, afflicted and you just have not forgiven yet so you're yeah. still or they haven't acknowledged that it happened or it's just you haven't been able to get rid of it so now you're just in that you know that's a good one I should have written that one down unforgiveness and Jacob mentioned it as well, like pre-registered or registered hurt. Yeah, you know, I've sh- I should have mentioned that one. That um, there may be things, significant events and moments where you have just not forgiven, and yeah. you still hang on to that. Mm-hmm. Well, that obviously sets up a significant negative bias already, and it's hard for you to see the value of conversation, to see the value of hope. And to some extent, positivity kind of annoys you. It's like, yeah. why would I want to be happy right now mm-hmm. when I still haven't dealt with this? Yeah, wow, that's really a good one, Rodney, that we mentioned. So add that one to the list um, of unforgiveness. Well, how do we prevent it now that we sort of diagnosed it? Well, here's what we got to do. Number one, and I've said this, you have to realize this: no one is a mind reader around you. Mm-hmm. Your spouse isn't going to know. Now, this is what I love, 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 love about so many things about Raina. But this is what every day literally is a brand new day with her. Yeah. I don't know how she does it. Yeah. But literally, that's that's why our baptism shirts say it's a brand new day because of her statement. But she doesn't assume that she knows how I feel. And I don't she in other words, I can't. I can't come home and, and expect Raina to read my mind. Mm-hmm. So we have to start asking each other questions. Yeah. And it goes beyond like, um, how was your day? Yeah. Um, the conversation starters um, often happen through asking questions. Mm-hmm. And so when somebody asks you, how was your day? Listen, dads, if your first response is, I don't like that question, then you are a negative, grouchy person. Wow. You have to be open to that because that person's not coming at you with that question um, to assault you. Yeah. They're coming to help uncover, to start the process of conversation. So she can't read your mind. She doesn't know what fantasy you had in your head, like Mm -hmm. I'm going to go home, 
everyone's going to know I'm tired. Everyone's <laughs> going to know I had a bad day. Yeah. Everyone's going to know the negative comments that you know I went through this day. And when I come home, everyone's just going to magically know that I need to be left alone. Everyone's going to magically know that, that they're supposed to be making my favorite dinner with my favorite dessert and bring mm. me the slippers and bring me the newspaper yeah. and let me watch Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I'm making stuff up, but I'm just telling you, that's what a lot of guys think. Yeah. yeah. They just sort of infer in their head that when I come home, people are going to know how I feel. And, yeah. th- and that never happens. Well, to get really practical, what kind of questions do you and Raina ask each other to like get to the bottom? Like after you say, how was your day? Like what? What do you ask next? Like what are the practical Honestly, questions? Honestly, it's just basic stuff. I'm like, well, tell me what you what you accomplish. Okay, one because I know Raina, um, she is like not a perfectionist, but she has such a big list of things to do mm. that what mm-hmm. bothers her is when she doesn't get things done. Mm. Honestly, I can walk away from projects that aren't done just yet. Now they do bother, but I mean, I, I better than she can. And she's not a grouch. There's not a part of Raina's body that's ever, ever, ever grouchy. I'm just telling you that right now. But I know her, and I know what sits in her. Mm-hmm. And so what I ask, I ask things like, well, what did you get accomplished today? Um, why did that bother? Mm-hmm. Now, what I have to watch is I automatically go into coaching mode. You yeah, know, Like, yeah. well, you can do this, or you can do that, or you can do this, or you sh-. I go into a guy problem-solving mode. Right. And in a way, that's kind of negative. In, in a, a way. You know what I mean? That yeah. could be. Yeah. It could be, it could be like received as yes. negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to, to be also fair, I ask a lot of dumb, stupid, silly questions, and that I don't know. I'm just like, wh- you know, what what movie do you want to watch, or how'd that make you feel, or you know, you want to go do this or that, or yeah. Honestly, it's just kind of so for her. I kind of know what questions to ask. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me what happened today, how this conversation go, yeah. What? How did you feel after that conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was on? What is left? What do you have to do tomorrow? How can I help? So for her, I know that she's carrying such a, a heavy load that helps me uncover sort of what she's processing. Right. Mm. So for for you, you know that that Raina is very like project oriented when she's right. at work, and when she comes home, she's still thinking about projects Absolutely. that yes, she, she hasn't is. finished. Yes, she is. So for the listener that has a wife and they don't. They don't necessarily like think about projects that way. They might think about relationships more. They might think about like, I don't know, what's going on in the news or something. Right. I don't know. Just figure out whatever your 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 gal is is interested absolutely. in. Absolutely. And that's what you need to be asking about. Yeah. yeah. Like absolutely. For me, I know Raya is very interested in like in other people, like what they're thinking. Like she yeah. likes trying to discover and and understand. Like like you know, you were just talking about the yeah. stre- uh, strength finder thing. Her top strength was empathy. Yeah. Yeah, empathy. So she is like always like diagnosing, not like in a weird way, but <laughs> but like no, diagnosing no, yeah. people's like uh, personalities or like what they're feeling or like yeah. she could just really understand that. And yeah. so talking to her, like, because she has just so much to say about that. Yeah. Right. Asking about what they have a lot to say can get to the bottom of how they're feeling. Right? Yeah, that's good. Something I've worked on personally, like if I ever like struggled with like, Rayleigh not knowing what I'm thinking. It's like, I try to put myself in her shoes. Like, what have I already talked to her about? Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, where has that communication been? Has it been like three months since we talked about this? Right. So just kind of like almost having that on the forefront of your mind, at least helped me in that kind of like 
you yeah. know, dynamic, if that makes sense. Yeah. But it, yeah. the questions do help. Because, again, no one's a mind reader. Exactly. I mean, Rayleigh can't look into Jacob's head. Rian, you know, Rye can't look into your. Raina can't look into mine. Brandy can't look into. We can read body language, but yeah. no one's going to really. No one knows the script that you're running through your head mm. of expectations, of hurts, of moments. And you have to be man enough to share it in a in a, in a way that's like. It's not hurtful. Yeah. You have to be man enough to say, like, I had a bad day. Mm. I didn't get this done. Yeah. Mm. So-and-so said something. I wasn't quite sure how to interpret their body language. That made me feel insecure. I'm a little fearful. Like, you have to say those words. And if you don't say those words, it will come out in negativity. Oh, they they have to come out somewhere. Yes. No, we're, we're not meant to hold that in. Yeah. Here's another thing to realize. I said it, but I want to say it again. Realize no one can see through walls. Yeah. In other words, like right now, uh, as I'm talking, Rain is in another part of the church. I cannot look through the walls and see what she's dealing with. Yeah. Like I can't see who she's texting. I can't see her body language. I can't hear the conversations. So I don't know. So know that people, your wife can't see through walls of how your day's going. So you have to come home and literally walk people through. Like this is what I did today. This is how I felt. This is where I went. This is. Yeah. They're not gonna. No. Nobody can see that. Yeah. And if 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 you feel like no one's seeing that, then you're gonna be grouchy. Like how come you don't know how I feel? Well, tell them how you feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Here's another one: communicate expectations, which is why we do the expectations marriage conference and yes. expectations parenting conference. Expectations, unspoken and unfulfilled expectations are. Killers. Yeah. Yeah. Killers. Yeah. Like I've been using the word fantasy. You know what I mean? By fantasy. Like I'm hoping that my wife knows I spent a bad day. She's going to fix my favorite dessert. Mm. <laughs> and let's say your favorite dessert is, I don't know, banana pudding. Mm. <clears throat> you go home and you don't like cinnamon and chocolate. And your wife knows that. And you go home and she's like, hey, picked up cinnamon and chocolate at the grocery store. And you're like, Ugh. oh, yeah. yeah. I was hoping for banana pudding. I've been married to you for 20 years, and you know I don't like cinnamon. You know what I mean? It's like, well, that would be me. I, I yeah. was thinking the whole John Deere thing that you were talking about. Yeah. You like that was an unspoken like expectation yes. that didn't happen. If that makes yes. sense. So. Conversely, yes. I think there's the opposite of that too, which mm. is when somebody has spoken an expectation to actually take it seriously. Oh, oh that's yeah. so. Yes. So I mean, a lot of people. Come on. You know, it's like, hey. You know, like a red flag, if you're one of the women listening and the guy says, for example, you know, it, you know, if you skip doing my laundry, if you skip making a meal, those things, this one thing is really important. Come on. Or if she says, you know what, if you didn't do all these other things, but these couple of things, this is it. That's that flag is at the top of the pole. You should pay attention to it. That's a really, really good point. the weather flag in the Marine Corps, you know. Yes. That that, say that one more time that um, you need to pay attention to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So take you know, it seriously when the, when the when the flag gets hoisted, and that's what that person's saying. Hey, there's there's an expectation that I've stated, and maybe I've stated it previously, repeatedly. And yeah, right. here's a thing that's really important to me, or here's a thing that concerns me or bothers me. Take it seriously. I mean, because yeah. perception yeah. is reality. You know. Oh, that's another one. I'm I'm so glad you mentioned that. You're really just going back and picking through my brain of things I should have said. But that's actually <laughs> one of the things that I that we deal with a lot in marriage. She'll come in and she'll say, "But I've been telling you right. this, right?" Mm. And he's like, "How and when?" 
And then she looks at me like, Pastor Ron, like yeah. how much more clear do I got to get? Like I literally said, I want to go to McDonald's. Yeah. You know, I'm just making something yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he does the same thing. Like it's not just her, you know, is what, but he's like, honey, I've been telling you this is important to me. Mm. But you just so one of the things we practice is what's called parroting. Mm. And I'm working with, you know, a number of couples on that. It's like, so when you say you value McDonald's, I'm just I'm picking something ridiculous. So what up. you're saying is you value McDonald's. Boom. Yeah. What Rodney just did. That's called yeah. parroting. Just repeat it back. Wow. One, because you just said it and your spouse validates, oh, they actually heard me. Yeah. So realize no one's a mind reader. Realize no one can see through walls and and communicate expectations and learn to be a better listener. Like Rodney said, understand when something goes up the flagpole, it's important. Like it's that they're flying that flag for a reason. Here's another way to prevent grouchiness. Rewind, review, and recall the day so you can let go and move on. Mm. You hear that? Rewind the day, review, and recall the day so you can let go. Like, try your best mm. not to bring into the house the junk that happened during the day. Mm. Yeah. Now, you said, Pastor, I thought you just said, be ready for my wife to ask, ask me questions. I did. But don't be so ready for her to ask you a question that, like I've said before, you that just you dump it. You just dump it. Like, you, you know, somebody said, like, you know, you launch a grenade, like don't don't just drop a bomb on them so hard on that. So I love our drive home. You know, we live about 15, 18 miles away. I love that. Mm-hmm. The route that I take is such a peaceful ride home. And I know not everybody can have that. If I had to drive, if I had to live and commute on I-4, mm. I would need counseling once Dang, a week. that would suck. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it would drive me nuts as well. Like I yeah. talked to a number of guys, what well, about four so sort of the four or five same guys, like, how's your day? And I usually call them on my way home, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm stuck in traffic. looks like it's going to be about an hour and a half to get oh. home. I would hate that. All right, well, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dang, gonna... all right, right, see ya. Yeah. I'm having a great ride over here. <laughs> yeah. But, no, you find a time during the day where you can, as much as you can, process out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can process what you're about to step into. Yeah. The problem is our 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 tank is already so full of hurt and unfulfilled expectations that by the time we get home, it just takes one drop of negativity just to send us over. Yeah. Mm. This, this is another one that I, I think goes both ways because if mm. you are negatively reinforced, mm. like if you if you have some amount of neuroticism that you it's tough for you to shake your circumstances, and then somebody comes and, you know, like husband comes home, wife comes home, however that situation works, and then communication starts, and it's like, rah, 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 like, and I don't mean like in a nagging way, I just mean it's it's the negative version of everything that's happened in life. The other person's going to be less inclined to want to have a conversation about it. That is so, so true. So if you can rewind, review, and recall those instances and find out, find more constructive ways to, you yeah. know, to kind of discuss the problem. Yeah. You know, this is what happened today. I was curious what you thought about it. Let the other person walk into it rather than just saying, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's she's, so, a, she's a hot mess. Every time I talk to her, you're like, oh, man. No, that that's true. Okay, so Raina actually brought this up weeks, months ago. We were talking about some stuff. She goes, sometimes 
the the other person, wife or husband, sometimes they're afraid um, to get in that conversation yeah. because they're not certain of what they're going to hear back. Right. Mm. Like sometimes they're afraid to ask, how was your day? Yeah. They might just get around, 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 around. So sometimes they're like, no, I've learned. Yeah. They're just I've always learned. trying to avert. Like, yeah, don't ask that question because I'm going to get what I don't want. Mm. So um, guy or gal, whomever, but guys, like if your wife's afraid to ask questions around you because she's afraid you're going to unload, well, mm-hmm. we got to deal with that. Yeah. And you don't even have to wait for her to ask you how your day was. Or how okay, your day good was. point. You know, like if... If you are in that circumstance where they don't want to talk to you because you're already so negative, I mean, sorry, that's not a rude, but yeah. if you're already in that place, you can just be like, yeah, let me tell you what happened today, and it was yeah. really exciting, and I'm excited about this. This that's is what's going so on. Good. I always have a problem where I f- kind of forget everything that happened. <laughs> <in the day. laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I sometimes I do this thing with the, with uh, like, I teach second and third grade on Sunday sometimes. And I'll be like, all right, let's do highs and lows of your week. And then and I'll be like, oh, wow, yeah, this is so cool, your cat. Like, oh, whatever. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> it'll come to me, and I'm like, oh, I don't know anything. I don't remember my day. Yeah. I completely forgot. I think I'm kind of the same way as well. Randall will say, how was your day? I'm like, honestly, I, do, I did so many things. Just to be fair, I don't really remember what I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I get that. That could be a good thing to think about on your drive home, like you were saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, not just about, like, how to say it, but like, ask yourself the question. Yeah, yeah. how was my day today? Like, yeah, no, that's true. In the rewind, review, and recall, get it out. Like, get it out. Know what you need to talk about, and know what ah, not that important. Right. So let me just get rid of so I don't kick the cat when I come home. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. right? I liked what you said, where you were able to process what you just went through at work, like on your drive home. So yeah. that way, when you step into a whole new dynamic, yes, social dynamic, it's like ready to go. Yes, absolutely. So. Here's here's a way I love to say it, and it sort of summarizes this entire teaching. In other words, here's what we're saying, guys. What you hold on to mm. actually holds you. Mm. Wow. So if I'm holding on to regret, guess what holds you? Regret. Mm. If I'm holding on to bitterness, bitterness holds me. Hurt, petty stuff, if I've racked up petty stuff in my mind, in my head, in my heart at work, then guess what's going to annoy me when I get home? Mm. Yeah, Petty stuff, hurt, bitterness, and regret. You know what actually stood out to me in that statement mm. is the word you. Okay. So a lot of, and my, I mean, I'm just trying to think here, a lot of not dying to self, selfishness is Ooh. I okay. went and I produced all day. I did my duty. I did that stuff. I was serving. I was loving. I was giving to my family and I come home and I just want the me stuff. I just want the oh, me time. Oh man. So many couples say that to each other. And more often than not, the wife doesn't get to flip that switch. She has to be mom come 24 hours on. a day. She yeah. worked. She homeschooled. She did all this stuff. She still got to feed in between all that and wash yeah. the dishes, all that stuff. She doesn't get the break, and you get to just come home and turn it off. That that is a form of selfishness mm-hmm. that when that that creates bitterness. Like so we're trying to use the wrong vent yeah. to get rid of our problems, and it's a selfish one. Such a good point. I mean, that is so that is so so true. What you just said. I I, I hold on to the word you. Yes, a lot of a lot of or folks. Or me, me and I, if it's me saying. Oh, yes, it, yeah. me and I. Like I didn't. I no. That is such a huge. You have to die to self. Yeah. Yeah, and part of that dying to self, hopefully, is in the process of rewind, review, recall. 
But yeah, you can't have you out there so much that you're not able to sort of appropriate others and bring them. That is such an, an important point. So just identify. Come on, guys, be honest. Identify to what what things are holding you right mm, now. Yeah. Um. What you know, hurt. I don't know. Whatever it is, and try to die to that. Die. Get that out of your system. And if you are grouchy in some areas, be honest about it and deal with it and, and get rid of it. One last thing, your your kids. If you don't, if you don't think you are grouchy, I've noticed. Oftentimes, our kids sort of act and talk like the way they see us act and talk. Yeah. yeah. So if you see your children as sort of 100%. negative, yeah, negative 100%. and critical, it's probably because you are. I mean, they have to see it. So all of us have some level of this, and we can get rid of it and deal with it. We're getting ready to enter into a season where, you know, we're going to be traveling and families coming over and you know buying gifts and going here and fighting the crowds and. And that grouchy character can kind of step up a little bit more and reveal itself. No, get rid of that guy. It doesn't need to be a part of your life. And just ask the Lord to help you have a more positive attitude that sees where he's moving, how he's actually blessing you, and let that hold on to you rather than the negative things of life. We're praying for you guys. We're praying for you to be strong and blessed and encouraged in the Lord. And we're praying for your day right now. Mm-hmm. We pray blessings on you. You don't have to be grouchy. In Jesus' name, you can be an excited, hopeful, purposeful, blessed dad that is blessing others with hope and purpose. Thank you guys for being a part of Front Sight. As we always say, like, share, subscribe. And if you're local, pay attention to when the Bible study is going to be. We hope to see you guys there. Anybody got anything else to say? No. See Love you. you guys. Love you guys and see you. All right. Bye. Bye.